How do you respond when people question the worth and value of the service or product you're offering? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're digging into the pricing conversation. How do you handle pricing objections? How do you manage and respond to conversations when people are asking you about the value of what you do, why you're charging so much, and question who you think you are to charge so much? These are not easy conversations. On social media, people think that they easily can offer an opinion about what you do, how you serve, and how much you offer it on social media because they're protected with the anonymity of just hiding behind their thumbnail photo. And our family members and our friends really seem to be totally fine just offering their blasé opinions and not really thinking about how personal it'll feel for us to hear. That's what happened to today's listener question. So let's dive in and I will find you on the other side of this question. Here goes. So many people from so many different businesses have written into your show. Here's a new business to add to the mix. I have a subscription slash membership service for owners of rescue dogs. Rescue dogs often have special needs compared to regular dogs, and I want prospective dog owners to see how owning a rescue dog can be the best thing ever. My service is $49 a month. I offer a library of training tips, offer weekly calls for member questions, send a weekly newsletter, etc. Someone on Instagram commented, what a way to turn someone else's good deed into a buck or two into your pocket. Someone else asked me why this wasn't a nonprofit business, and others have questioned the price point, asking how much more they're expected to invest in their pets on top of vet bills, food, and everything else. I care about our planet. I want anyone who wants to own a pet to own one. I'm a good person, but I also need to make a living, and I've been working really hard on this. I offer a lot for the value. At first, I was following your advice regarding haters and trolls, and it rather worked for me. However, I was just home, and my family gave me a ton of crap. My dad said, you want folks paying you $600 a year to become pet owners? That thing that our family has done with just a vet and a couple of pet sitters here and there? How are you even selling this? I'm not thinking of quitting or anything. That's not the conversation I'm having with you. I know my worth, and I know my value, but I don't know how not to be hurt or embarrassed by this criticism. And I don't know how to respond. Why should I get into a fight with people about what I do? Why should I even defend it? Clearly, they don't care. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Well, first of all, my friend, no, you you don't have to respond to their criticism. And you don't have to care what they say. But regardless of like what you can do or what you should do or what you want to do, the reality is, is right now you're sitting in a pile of bad feelings that you have created something that you really care about based on a mission and a passion that you really believe in and people are trying to crap on it. You get to be disappointed and you get to be bummed out about it. But the thing that I want you to think about is what do you need to do 
to not take it so personally because you know as you move through the world you've seen 50 million ridiculous products out there you've seen crap tons of shit that people spend their good money on that you would never go near or open your wallet for everybody has opinions about everything these days and the idea that our products and our services should somehow be an exception to that that we have come up with just this most amazing thing that that everybody and the whole world needs it's just a re- unrealistic expectation and it sets us up to feel bad like what i want you to do is say like welcome to it you're in with the people my friend you have a product or service out in the universe that people now can have shit tons of experience on you know shit tons of comments on And like, that's a good problem to have because you have a product or a service when some people are just standing still listening to this podcast and have done nothing since the show's inception in terms of moving their business forward. And you have built a business and you have created a passion project that has turned into a business and you are making really good money doing it. You don't need to defend it, but you do need to stop taking it so personally because I think that's the thing that's really getting you. And you know what? Here's the thing is a lot of us want to make our parents proud. A lot of us kind of hope that, you know, we go home and we tell our parents like, oh, I'm doing this to save the world and make the world a better place. Or I'm doing this and it's, you know, really going to help the financial health of my family. And we just want to be embraced with both arms. And we just want to be loved and accepted and seen and supported. And we want our families to be the exception to that rule of people who have opinions about the products and services that are offered. And, you know, it sucks when we don't get that. And you get to mourn that and be disappointed. You know, the thing that I always say is like, my dad is so stinking proud of me and the business I'm building right now. But back in the day when I was in social work and I was working with kids who had hurt other kids, my dad told people that I worked at a boarding school because he didn't want to have the conversation. Well, what do you mean, kids? who hurt other kids. Like they've broken the law, they've done something. He didn't want to have that conversation. So suddenly I was at some sort of family, you know, gathering and people were like, oh, tell me more about this boarding school (laughs) that you work at. Like talk about hashtag awkward, right? Like we all want people to just love and embrace us and be proud of us. And that is a normal, natural response. We have to accept that some people aren't going to get it. And that doesn't mean that as a result of them not getting the thing we really care about, that like they love us any less. I am 300 plus episodes into this podcast. My husband hasn't listened to a single episode ever. Kind of thank goodness for that, right? Because they talk about him every so often. But like he doesn't, he doesn't care about my podcast. He'd much rather like listen to criminal with me or listen to an episode of serial or something that's you know one of the higher quality podcasts i don't need to take that personally that he loves me any less or doesn't believe in me because there's all these 
other signs of things that I do that I care about that he is impressed by and that he does support and he does have my back with. So when it comes to family, sometimes we have to zoom that lens out a little bit. With family, sometimes and people we really care about when it's some, you know, when it's a personal um, relationship and that we're in and that person's questioning us and it stings a little. The first thing that I often say is say, it's okay to tell people, hey, that kind of stings a little. Like that kind of hurts. And to say, you know, dad, I, I get that you don't understand what I'm doing, but like, this is really important to me. So I hope that because it's important to me, you'll find a way to wrap your head around it and find a way to, you know, kind of just, you know, enjoy that I'm doing this or be proud that I'm doing this or understand why I'm doing it. You can tell your loved ones what you want them to think. You can explain and engage in that relationship like conversation with loved ones about, you know, why this is important to you, why it matters, but also to the importance of their support. I can't tell you how many times like people just don't realize that their support matters to them. Like I was embarrassed and crushed when my when my father you know, said to people that I worked at a boarding school because I was all, <laughs> I was full of all piss and vinegar, like, you know, just like a bright eyed, bushy tailed social worker going out and saving the world. And I wanted my father to be proud of me. Like I get to want those things. And I said, you know, dad, like I'm doing some pretty good work and I got to tell you, I'm really good at it. I get that you don't know how to explain it, but if you have questions about it or want to learn more about it, like I would love to talk to you about it because I would really love it if you could understand it. And he's like, have, I'll have that conversation with you every single day of the week and twice on Sunday. I just don't want to be telling everybody else that you're dealing with these hooligans. <laughs> That's what he called my kids, hooligans. But it's, you know, it's that idea that like, I think so often we get stuck in the reactionary mode and then we think we have to go back into like hide in some corner and be ashamed and lick our wounds. Like if you're hurt, if you're bothered, participate in the conversation. Tell tell somebody like, hey, you did this, you said this, it kind of hurt my feelings. I, I don't think you understand, et cetera, et cetera. Now, you can't have that hard conversation. You can't get that personal and vulnerable and real with everybody. You can't always have that conversation on social media. Sometimes you can. I've had that conversation on social media with people when I've been sort of publicly questioned. I've publicly answered. I think I, you know, I even did a, I'll link to it in the show notes. I, I did a podcast episode on why I sell so much when a, a listener, you know, sort of wrote in and said, hey, you're selling on your show all the time. So, you know, I, I've managed it publicly. But what I want you to think about is, are the people questioning your services your people? You want rescue pup owners who want to be res better rescue pup owners. Like, so the people who are pecking at you about the price, the people who are sort of saying too much, like, are they really your people? If you think they're really your people, then I would say, hey, I see how an extra $600 a year is something that's questionable on top of pet expenses. Let me explain to you about the time it takes to research all of the different dog breeds, all of the different training ways, because I'm not offering you a single solitary way of doing this. I'm offering you a variety of training techniques. I'm offering you a variety of, you know, solutions for your pet problems. And those 
those answers take time to research. Just like somebody going to college has to study for four years to become an expert at the thing they're an expert at. It takes a lot of money. You have to invest in the learning opportunities and in the trainings. I had to do this. And you can let, you know, sort of lift the curtain a little bit and explain to people like, hey, I didn't just walk into this world knowing how to save, you know, X million different types of rescue pup breeds and mixes, I had to learn about this. And teaching you on video requires equipment. You know, offering you the newsletter requires monthly software. That this business comes with expenses. Helping you comes with expenses. And I believe that the time and training that I have spent and invested in that you no longer have to. I am saving you from going to X number of hours of dog training like I have. From researching X different kinds of breeds so I can simply be the expert in your situation. That is what you are investing in. You are investing in my time and in my education so you can get that information in less time with more efficiency. I understand at the surface, another 50 bucks, just, you know, you feel like part of some mill. I need you to understand that that's where that money's going. I want you to see that that's the, the way you're contributing to the mission because the more dog owners I can reach, the more rescue pup owners I can reach, the more people I can see that it's not so scary, it's not so intimidating, the less dogs and the fewer dogs will have euthanized in shelters because of overcrowding and a lack of resources. That's what we can accomplish together. That's what your $50 a month accomplishes. Like, have the conversation. Don't be afraid afraid of it. Don't think you have to just go and lick your wounds somewhere. Like just show up as you are, educate your consumer because sometimes people don't know. People ask me that all the time. All you do is talk. Why is it costing me so much? And what I say is well, like, yes. And I use a lot of words as evidence by 20 minute episodes a day, five days a week. I know all the words, right? I have all the conversations. And yes, like I am worthy of the investment because I'm now 20 years experienced. I know 20 years more of my shit than you do because I've like, you know, treated hundreds of clients and helped people with a variety of issues. So I am going to dial in on yours with laser focus really quickly. You are not paying for my words. You are not paying for my minute. You are not paying for my hours. You are paying for my experience. You are paying for my 20 plus years of being in the trenches of owning three different businesses, two that were quite successful, one not so much. In addition to all of the years I spent working for my father, managing other businesses, you know, teaching corporate teams how to lead and respond to their businesses. That is where your investment is going. That is what you are reimbursing to get faster results in less time. I don't hide from that conversation. I don't suddenly go, oh, you're right. All I do is talk for a living. Oh, so sorry. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna cut my rate by three quarters. I don't have that. I just have the conversation because sometimes people just legitimately ask and they don't understand and they don't know. Sometimes they will disagree. 
Sometimes they're going to be like, you know what, sir, not so much. I don't buy it. $50 a month for dog training, not my thing. That's okay. Not your people. You want the people who recognize the time and money you have saved them. You want the people who are, you know, quite frankly, going to put some skin in the game. Because technically, if you developed a super large membership site with hundreds and hundreds of members, yeah, you could probably get away with like a $10 a month membership. But what do people really do when they're only paying $10 a month? Do they go to the trainings? Do they participate in the online learning opportunities? Do they take the time to ask you questions? You know, right now I'm in the process of wrapping up the work that I did on the Screw the 9 to 5 team. And they were a huge membership community. At some point they were pushing 900 members and they're, and some of those members are paying upwards of $69 a month and still not showing up and still have no businesses to show for it. But if they, you know, you know, if you don't pay anything into it and you don't have any skin in the game, you are increasing the odds that even fewer people are going to participate. And the thing that you care so much about is really getting rescue pup owners to move through the world differently and better for their pets. You need people not just to pay you, but to do the things you're teaching. And they're more likely to do the things you're teaching if they have some skin in the game, if they're paying for it, if they feel the pinch a little bit. So I wholeheartedly support what you're doing. And I I know that you know, you try the hater and troll route. And and yes, there's always a place for just looking at all of this as haters and trolls. But I do think that there's also worth for educating your consumer. Doing like a behind the scenes video of how long it takes you to do a single solitary training. To offer a list of references when you offer a training tip. All the different books that you needed to look up to use that. Or all the other minutes of video you watch being trained on it. Or all of that. Like, how how have you compared pet food brands? How have you, you know, learned how to choose a vet? I'm just pulling things out of my butt right now, imagining these are the things you're teaching. How to respond to bad behavior. How to respond when your neighbor, by the way, this is one you a tip you can send me. How to respond when your neighbor's dog doesn't show up. I actually want to own a pet, and I'm talking myself out of it because my neighbor's dog never shuts up. And I never hear my neighbor's dog owners redirect said dog for barking all the time. So like that, those situations, those questions are going to come at you a mile a minute, just like the questions on my podcast come. You know your worth, you know your value. So stop yourself from being defensive at the question, slow yourself down and consider answering it. I I think you're really set up for your, you know, really well for yourself here. And I can tell you really have your head in the game. I just think we need to get you, you know, the extra step to get you to explain yourself, to react less defensively and to certainly take take the, you know, the lack of understanding from people that matter less personally. I absolutely love this question as evidenced by how many words I use to answer it. But uh, thank you for sticking with me. I, I hope you have value in the answer. And if you could do me a favor and tell me what happens next, or even if you just wrote a letter to the show that I could read out loud, um, I would really love to hear how people respond to to this approach. I don't often get a lot of feedback myself when I do it. I, I would 
you know, I would like to, uh, I just like to hear what people have to say and how you, how you make out with all of this. So please do write back and, and let me how you know how you're doing. Um, to anyone else listening, thanks so much for joining me in this conversation. We're all going to have to have this hard talk at some point. So hopefully the tips I've offered today's listener will help you too. Thank you so much for today. I really, really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.